the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you'll get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of the Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Micah Koop. Hello and thank you for joining us today. You're listening to The Word in South Texas, AM 630 KSLR, and you're joining us for our Church of the Week feature. We get to uh, sit down with pastors in our community and talk about what God is doing in their church. And today we get to sit down with Pastor Rudy Carevales of Real Christ International Church. Pastor Rudy, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Well, we're excited to have you and we're excited to hear about what God is doing at Real Christ International Church. But before we do that, Pastor Rudy, can you just take a minute or two and and, uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who your family, who you are and, and all of that good stuff? Well, uh, I was born and raised here in San Antonio. Uh, I was raised here on the west side of San Antonio. Uh, the Lord has been uh, so gracious and and awesome in my life. Uh, I have all my children in the ministry with us, uh, which is a real blessing. Uh, if you don't know that, uh, as a pastor, uh, that is a real blessing. All my children are saved, Holy Ghost filled, and uh, serving the Lord. That's powerful. And uh, so you you have yourself and your wife is also helping there at the church as well, right? Right. And my two sons and my daughter. Okay. And what, what do they do th- in the in the ministry there? Uh, my son, my, uh, my youngest son, he's in charge of, the, uh, of, the, of our band. He's our worship leader. And he also does the youth. Uh, my oldest son uh, does the men's ministry. And my daughter helps with the, uh, with the children's ministry. Excellent. And you mentioned you're born and raised here in San Antonio, Texas, correct? Yes, yes, I yes and I was. Did you grow up Christian? Did you grow up in a Christian household? How did uh, that? How no, did that I no, I did not. Uh, for me, it was a it was a little bit different. Uh, my my parents didn't really go to church. Uh, I found my way to church. Uh, ever since I was a, a young man, uh, I realized that I could always find refuge refuge at a church. And uh, so I would just, no one had to tell me to go to church. <laughs> it was like something that was in me that would draw me to church. And uh, so that's how, that's how everything really got started for me. So were you uh, raised Catholic? Were you raised just without any church involvement at all? Or? Uh, n- no, we, uh, we, uh, we were raised, raised Catholic. Uh, I was, uh, um, I did my communion. Uh, I, did, uh, I did everything that uh, was required uh, even got married to through the Catholic Church. Um, the priest that was actually going to marry us uh, did wasn't able to marry us uh, at that church, and we had a, uh, a Holy Ghost uh, filled priest that uh, that uh, our born again born priest, born huh? again priest that wound up marrying us, and I, I believe that was the the beginning of, of the of the change for us, you know. So explain um, a little bit, you know, I always like to ask pastors when they come in here, how uh, your, your experience of salvation, you know, we, we, uh, 
we hear all the time about pastors who are ministering to others and leading others in salvation and all of those things. But for you, how did that uh, how did that experience occur? For me, it, you're you're gonna probably uh, the the listeners are probably gonna be out there and laugh about this, but <laughs> I was uh, I was at uh, went to a Bible meeting at uh, Randolph Air Force Base, um, and you got to remember I was at that time I was 29 years old, and so they invited us to this meeting, and you know we just loved the Lord, you know uh, even though we were still in the Catholic Church, I mean we just loved the Lord unconditionally. Uh, which we still do, and um, and that's when um, uh, this lady—I'll never forget her name. Her name was Derusha. Uh, she prayed for uh, for me, and uh, she prayed, you know, salvation, you know, because I knew of the Lord, but nobody had ever really led me to the Lord. Right. Um, I knew about Him, but I never knew the Word, and and once I got the Word and the the power of the holy spirit in me it, mm. it it revolutionized me it changed everything it changed all the dynamics in my life it it was like a this box that was open that has never been closed since right right and it's and the lord is still filling that box up you know with such good things you know so were you and your wife uh both at that meeting you both gave your hearts to the lord at that point yes well my wife had had uh when she was 16 years old she had given her life to the lord but this was back in California because that's where she was born and raised in, in East L.A. And she had given her life there to the Lord. But when she came, they came back to San Antonio, uh, her mom asked her to, to start going to the Catholic Church with her. So she just, you know, obeyed her mom and uh, started going back to the Catholic Church. And that's actually where we, we kind of met. You know, That's great. And. Now, Pastor Rudy, uh, you're, you're the pastor of Real Christ International Church, but you weren't always uh, Pastor Rudy. Um, no, you you no. had a, a life before ministry, and you you mentioned Randolph Air Force Base. But tell us a little bit about your your history in in with with military, with the different areas you've served. Well, uh, with with military, uh, I'm considered a, uh, a Vietnam vet. Uh, s- served also in the first Iraq War, um, and um, and did my military time. Uh, then um, I worked at, here at the airport, which isn't too far from this radio station. Yeah. Uh, I worked for Fairchild, um, and uh, I loved I loved working on airplanes. Um, then uh, one day, a friend of mine said, "Hey, um, would you like to go take the fire department test with me?" And I said, "Fire department? I, it was one thing that I had never even thought about doing." And um, and uh, so I said, "Sure." So I went and took it. Uh, I passed the test. He didn't. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> he probably wasn't very happy about that, was he? And uh, yeah, now twenty-seven years later, uh, I'm still in the department, but I'm st- I'm I'm getting ready to retire, and uh, really excited about that to really serve the ministry in full time. So you've been a San Antonio Fire uh, Department member for twenty-seven years. Twenty-seven years served yes. in all kinds of different capacities, but yes. mainly you you did. Uh, you actually told me you evacuated and ran drills for this very building, correct? Yes, that that, that is correct. Uh, I've con- I've conducted. I used to work with community safety and education, and uh, my passion has always been to 
to help people, educate people, and and to uh, to see them succeed. I mean, it's it's no different than trying to evacuate a building. You know, right. you want to see everybody get out safely. Right, right. And it's no different in the ministry. I want to see everybody go to heaven. Right. Even though I know I can't save them all, but my desire is to is to help the ones that I can. Well, we appreciate your service, Pastor Rudy, and uh, both the military and in serving our city for so many years in the fire department. Uh, I'm sure you've got stories to tell for as, <laughs> as long as uh, we could air them. But, uh, but you did mention uh, it, helping people get to heaven, serving in the ministry, doing all of those things now. And that's really where the Lord's led mm-hmm. you. And, and can you tell us how that all transpired, to go from a, def- a fire department uh, member to now the Lord, you, you feeling him call you, to serve in a different department as a, a minister. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same thing, just trying to get people out of the fire, you know, just trying to get them out of the fire. And that sometimes they don't even know that they're in the fire. Uh, a lot of people sometimes, and, and I'm going to relate this to, to, to fire department stuff, a lot of people think, oh, the, the fire is what's going to get me. And, uh, and they think, ah, you know, they, they're scared of the fire, but it's actually the smoke. You know, and a lot of times, you know, Satan throws that smoke at you, you know, thinking that, oh, it's nothing. It's just smoke. But that's what winds up killing you, mm. you know. And so we're just trying to get people out of the smoke. Because, see, one of the one of the visions that the church has is that we believe that small things done with with great love will change the world. You know, that's the vision. One of the visions of the church, you know. We, we can just do small things. You know, we, we don't have to do, you know, sometimes people think that they have to do all these great things and stuff like this. Just work on your neighbor, you know, work in your neighborhood, work on your family. Right. You know, the small things. It doesn't have to be anything great. And let's just and a lot of times it's just letting people see your life. Right. Right. Lead by example. You know, we're talking to Pastor Rudy Carevales of Real Christ International Church. And, and you said it, Pastor Rudy, doing small things with great love and uh there there's always significance in the small things and uh even even the name of the church i I think you know some people may say well that's just the name you know they threw it up on a building they heard it here they heard it there but there is significance in every part of of ministry and and uh why don't don't you talk to us for a minute i've heard the story but our listeners haven't of of why you named the church real christ international church well, this all started uh, when I was just doing a street ministry. I wasn't even a, an ordained pastor or, or anything. I was just a guy that uh, heard the call and wanted to do something. So just to all of our listeners out there, you weren't ordained. You you hadn't mm-hmm. gone through training yet. You were just someone who was in a church and you wanted to help people. Right. And, and I just saw, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, you, you can see the need. You know, and there's just such a such a burning desire, you know, and that burning desire is what what led to opening the church and everything else. But, you know, our desire was just to help people. Sure. And and we used to just go anywhere that they would open the doors for us. We would we would go. I mean, we had even gone into Windsor Park Mall. Uh, we had gone into Section 8 housing. Uh, we had even gone and, and done uh, some ministry on a dock uh, uh, over here with Daily Bread Ministries. They let us use their dock on a, on a Saturday night, and we would just go over there and just 
you know, bring the word forth and things like this. And, uh, and, and I wasn't even a pastor at the time. And, and, and people would be coming, come up to me and say, Hey, pastor, Hey, uh, thank you for coming out here and doing this for us and things like this. And, uh, you know, and, and I would never tell anybody, you know, you know, don't, uh, don't bring your, your drugs into this place. Don't bring your beer into this place, but they would never bring it in. Even when we were in Section Eight housing, it was like there was a there was a perimeter that that uh, that couldn't be penetrated, you know, and, uh, and 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 you know the thing was that you know when we would go out there, you know these these guys would just come up to me and and just just hug on me, and I don't know if you've ever been hugged by someone that's been drinking or that's been on drugs or anything like this, uh, but it, it's an experience <laughs> and and something that you'll never forget, sure. you know. And one of the things that they would always tell me, they would say, Pastor, we thank you because you just keep things so real for us, you know. Uh, and, and that's why I've always tried to be, just try to be real with the people, you know, tell them my heart, hardships, my, my situations, you know, and, and whatever God, God brings along my way. And so that's, that's basically how we got the name because they would always tell me, you just keep it so real, Pastor. And at that time, I was asking the Lord, Lord, what, what should I call this? You know, I, I don't, we don't have a name, you know, we, we have nothing, you know, because we started off with nothing. And I mean nothing when I say nothing. Uh, and, and God just, uh, just as we've done our, our due diligence, God has just been providing for us step by step, even in the building that we're in right now. So, Pastor Rudy, you said you started with nothing, uh, didn't even have a name. You're just helping people. But now uh, the Lord has has provided, the Lord is blessed, and, and now uh, you have and, and are the pastor of Real Christ International Church. How did, how did the work actually come to where you decided, okay, we need to start a, an actual church? It can't just be an outreach anymore, but we need a church. It was because there was uh, – people kept asking us, you know, uh, how can we get to your church? How can we get to your church? And it was like, okay, well, I would be sending them to all other churches, you know, that all churches that, that I knew that were good churches. So I was just sending people here, go here, go there, go here, go there. Yeah, but we want to go where you're at, you know. Or where are you at? And where are you at? And and that's basically how it all got started. And you got started in a, in a specific location in San Antonio, but... There, there's a there's a story behind how you got to uh, the location that you're in right now. Um, can, can you share with us? Because I think a lot of people, they, they think um, people do all this market research and say, OK, this is where we need to be and let's do this and do that. But it was very different for you about how the Lord brought you to your place. Well, we actually uh, got started. It was on Frio City Road. Um, and we saw this little rinky dink building. And and uh, and so I just went to talk to the gentleman. He he's a, he was the gentleman that owned Segovia Candy at the time. Uh, he's passed away now, but uh, but they allowed us to use that that building at first, you know. And uh, so we we started there. Uh, I think there was more field mice than there were members at the time. <laughs> uh, but you know we didn't care. Uh, we were there for a season uh, in that that small building. And uh, and then we knew it was time to move because we were outgrowing the building. And um, and so uh, we had our grandson with us at at, uh, at the time. Uh, and he was he was a baby and he was in the backseat. He was crying. He was hungry and he needed to be changed. And so I just pulled into this building and um, 
And if you know me, I'm not afraid to go into places, okay? Uh, that's, you know, I, I'm just, you know, I just guess maybe this just is who I am. Right. And so we stopped at this building and I walked in and uh, and I looked in and, and I start, I walked around the building and uh, and I looked and, and I, I found a door that was open. So I went in. It was real dark. It was like a maze in there. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I walked in and, and I said, wow, this used to be a church at one time, you know. And so I just told told my wife, I said, hey, we need to find out. And it took me about two weeks. There was no sign. There was nothing. It was like a, an abandoned building type deal. And uh, so I had to do some research. And I finally found out uh, who who it belonged to. And so I asked them, hey, can we go ahead and and uh, rent it out or lease it out or whatever, you know? And um, and he said, yeah. So we were we were there for about two years, and uh, and uh, and then uh, after two years, uh, he says, well, I need my building back. And so I made him an offer, you know, that the Lord had given me uh, to offer him for the building, you know, to buy the building itself, and he rejected the offer. And so um, about 45 minutes uh, after my, my mother-in-law had passed away, that's when he had called me and said, hey, I need for you guys to move out. And I was like, oh, no. And we didn't have any place to move to. So we transported the whole, our whole downstairs at, at our house for almost 10 months into the church. Wow. You know, I mean, everything downstairs was church you know <laughs> we lived upstairs and, and the church was downstairs type deal for about 10 months and um one of the ladies that comes to the church she she lived in the neighborhood and she says uh, uh we were getting ready to do a, a thanksgiving thing you know because we we're always trying to feed, we were even though we were we went down in numbers and we had to move back to the house and all this other, we were still trying to feed people and help people and do whatever we could wherever we could could help and so she says, hey, I got two turkeys. You know, we're going to have our, our Thanksgiving celebration. We're just going to have it there at the house, and we're going to invite all the church members to come. And um, and then our next-door neighbor uh, comes out, and he says, hey, did you know that uh, this building is for sale? It was the building got repossessed from the previous guy that had the building. And uh, no, we did not know that. And so we went to the guy and said, hey, well, you know, how much do you want for the building? And it was the exact number that I had offered the other gentleman. The exact number that because the Lord gave me the number. Right. You know, and he said, this is what you offer for this building. And so it took 11 months afterwards. But the Lord came through with the exact word that he had given me. You know that's so encouraging, Pastor Rudy. With uh, you know, you're you're talking about a, an experience that you had at Real Christ International Church, but that experience could be shared by so many different people who have had the Lord speak something to them, and they had to wait for that. Can you can you talk to those people? Maybe the Lord has spoken something to them, and they, they're in that waiting process. In can you speak in a, a word of encouragement to them as uh, how the Lord will always come through? The the thing was is 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 the obedience part of it. It's it's just being obedient to what the Lord has told you to do. And you know sometimes we want it. We want things in our timing, Very you know, true. because we want it like right now. We live in a microwave society. Okay, yeah. you know we're we're not used to letting something rise and and just smell the 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 bread baking and 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 just enjoy it. You know, 
because we get caught up with with time and and, and we don't and, and we don't take time to enjoy this moment you know right. because every moment that the lord has for you is a teaching moment you know this was a teaching moment for me because it was like lord what have i done you know i was thinking i had done something wrong you know in, in my mind's eye but I hadn't done anything wrong. It was just that the Lord had to get everything lined up correctly right. for me or for the church, actually, in order to prosper it. And that's what the Lord is doing today for a lot of people that are listening right now to this word is that he's lining things up for you guys. Just let him do what he has to do and just get your hands off of it. Don't try to do it in your own time and in, and in your own strength and let God Come in and in there and just let him do it for you. A powerful word from Pastor Rudy Carevales of Real Christ International Church. And Pastor Rudy, you, you've said it a few times, but I, I'd like for you to give us a little more detail about how um, the church and, and your heart has, is really so outreach focused. You know, I know you have a ton of outreaches that, that are going on all the time. There's there's things that you do very consistently um, can you give a, a few of those for us, just so people can hear kind of the the heart behind the the heartbeat behind the church? Well, one of the things is that uh, we always have our food pantry, um, and uh, one of the things that we do during our food pantry is that we don't only just give food out, but we also give out clothing, and we also do free haircuts. You know, so if there's anybody, there's a, a somebody that knows how to give haircuts that's licensed and wants to come help us we we sometimes get overwhelmed with that you know because there's people out there that can't even afford to get a haircut and in the uh, area that we're in uh, uh, we're an inner city church okay we're on the outskirts of, of downtown san antonio and and there's a tremendous need there uh you know for for people just to uh to, to see the hand of god move in their life uh there's a uh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna. Can I can I go ahead and just tell the story? Sure. Um, on Saturday, we we have uh, we have what I refer to as our regulars. You know, they they come in for the food, but they they also get the word of God. Right. They also get prayed for. Uh, they they don't just get food and clothing, but I always take about fifteen minutes because it's like a whole uh, a whole different church that I have on on a Saturday at, at times. I have from twenty to thirty people that come in and, and that that aren't church people, right? That get the word of God and get encouraged, you know. Because I know eventually the seeds, the seeds that we plant are eventually are going, somebody else is going to water them and somebody's actually going to watch them grow, you mm-hmm. know? And, and our job is just to continually be, be planting seeds, be watering and, and just helping people grow. And, and this gentleman, they're, they're from the, they're from the Philippines. At first I thought they were, I thought they were just, you know, Hispanic, you know? And so I just started talking to them in Spanish and they just kind of smiled at me and they go, uh, you know, in their own way, they go, Pastor, I, I don't understand <laughs> what you're saying. Right. And I go, oh, okay, I'm sorry, you know. And uh, and so I, I talked to them, but they look forward to being there uh, when we open those doors. Uh, one of them, he came in, he came in late on, on Saturday and he was like, uh, I mean, cause we're just getting ready to close the doors. You know, he came in like two minutes before 12 and he says, Oh, thank you, pastor. I'm so glad. And, and, and I just kind of just loaded him up, you know, and he was so happy, you know, because we were there for him and his family. And, you know, when you see that, 
that's what makes the difference. You know, when you see the, the, the excitement in the people's hearts, you know, because, you know, not everybody gets excited, you know, because, you know, sometimes you can give people food and it's like, that, that's all you, all you, right, right. this is it. <laughs> and, 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 you know, but when you see the excitement and you see the, uh, them appreciate what you do for them. You know, even the simple haircut, you know, I mean, we don't, they're just basic haircuts. Okay. You know, I'm usually the first one in line. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm usually the first one in line. Give me a little trim here, you know, right. and, uh, and stuff. But, you know, but God is always there. He's always there. And, and that's what really makes it so exciting. Now, so on, you have the outreaches and all the things that we've been mentioning here, but there's also a church, Pastor Rudy, uh, Real Christ International Church. You meet on Sunday, you meet on Wednesdays, and uh, for someone that, you know, they're looking for a church home, can you, can you just, you know, there's a lot of great churches out there, but what would you say is unique about Real Christ International Church? Well, it's, it's basically our, our mission statement is, is, is what's unique about us. It's because we exist to welcome people to faith, equip people with a faith that works in real life. Because not all faith works in real life. Sure, sure. And send, and send, send them out into service. You know, in in Jesus' name, and and that's in in Matthew twenty eight and nineteen and twenty. Just the great commission. Just the great commission. Everything around real Christ International Church is just real Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the just keeping life real. I mean, there's so much with. We're bombarded so much, you know, with so many different things now. That, you know, we have to try to keep things in perspective in our lives right? to where my goal is to see people actually to do good and to be happy. Right. If you're doing good, you're going to be happy. If you're happy, you're going to be doing good. <laughs> and that, that's that's in Leviticus, you know, and and that's so simple. I mean, th- how simpler can it get? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Pastor Rudy, uh, you know, for someone that's listening right now or 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 on the Internet or or streaming this sometime in the future uh can you can you give them maybe a, a a weekly schedule when they could come visit a service when they could come by and uh and participate in a in a real Christ international church service uh amen uh yeah of course i can uh wednesdays for uh for us we start at seven o'clock and that's usually our, our bible study uh we also have a children's church and a youth on those nights Every third uh, Wednesday, though, is that's when we dedicate uh, to prayer on Wednesdays. Uh, that's when you come with your all your prayer requests, anybody that needs prayer, anybody that needs anything. Uh, we dedicate that's, that Wednesday for strictly prayer. Uh, the Even our youth stay in that service with us uh, because it's important because we got to teach our next generation how to pray. Yes, sir. If we don't teach them how to pray, then they have no power. Absolutely. No power, no prayer life. So we're so that's our goal is to, to teach our next generation how to pray and and how to touch God. And then of course we have our children's church, which they go into their their uh, their area. And then on Sundays it's at, at eleven o'clock. And uh, what's the location? Can you give everybody the address there? They can find you. We're located at eleven thirty six West Woodlawn. And that's close to just uh, off I ten. Just off of I ten, where Fredericksburg and and Woodlawn meet. That's great. 
Well, Pastor Rudy, we want to thank you so much for being with us. And on behalf of AM630 KSLR, we want to invite you to visit Real Christ International Church for one of their services. As Pastor Rudy mentioned, you can catch them on Wednesday nights. You can catch them on Sunday. And uh, you can visit their website and, and, and see some of the things they have going on throughout the week. Their website is realchristinternational.com, realchristinternational.com. Or give them a call on the phone at 210-202-7875, 210-202-7875. And Pastor Rudy, I want to thank you so much for joining us today, and we wish you all the best as you continue to do what the Lord's called you to do. Thank you for having me. And we want to thank you for joining us for the program today. I am Micah Coop, and keep listening to AM630 KSLR, The Word in South Texas. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you've got a chance to get to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you would like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 